0: Hi there and welcome to my second podcast for Sick or Not Sick, PAs in the emergency department. Uh, For my second episode, I just wanted to touch base a little bit on the H's and T's of ACLS. So I thought I would do it kind of backwards and we would do that first. And then I could do a special session on ACLS itself. So, first thing I want to start with is, of course, the H's. So, um, causes for um, reasons or reasons we might need to start an ACLS could be um, hypovolemia. So, signs for this is a rapid heart rate, narrow QRS complex on EKG. And then blood loss is gonna cause hypovolemia. So treatment for that is obtaining um, intraosseous or intravenous access, administering fluid or blood, depending on what the patient is deficient in, and then um, using a fluid challenge for that patient. Um, Second one's gonna be hypoxia or hypoxemia. So signs of that are gonna be a slow heart rate or cyanosis. So one of the things you definitely need to check when patients are hypoxic Is is their airway open, we need to ventilate them, and we need to make sure that their oxygen supply is adequate. Third one is going to be hydrogen ion excess, also known as acidosis. This is going to be a low amplitude QRS complex. Uh, We need to make sure we're getting an arterial blood gas, providing adequate ventilations, and giving them some sodium bicarbonate, which is um, the metabolic Next thing is going to be hypokalemia and hyperkalemia uh, as causes uh, for ACLS. So you're going to see possible flattened T waves with hypokalemia or a U wave. And then you're going to see peak T waves and a widened QRS uh, with hyperkalemia on EKG. Um, Obviously, we need to make sure that we're uh, ventilating the patient and giving them some sodium bicarbonate for hypothermia. We might see the patient shivering. Um, we might have known exposure to cold temperatures. So we need to start active warming measures and make sure the temperature is above 30 degrees. The T's of ACLS is gonna be tamponade, cardiac tamponade. Signs for that are gonna be a rapid heart rate, narrow QRS, JVD, they don't have a pulse, or muffled heart sounds. So treatment for that is a thoracotomy or a synthesis That's hard to say really fast. Pericardiothensis. Not very good at that. Um, Next is going to be toxins. So you might see a prolonged QT interval um, if somebody's overdosed. Um, And then treatment's going to be based on their overdose and supportive care. So in my setting in the ER, um, I always call poison control um, or my nurse, somebody, um, if somebody's overdosed so we can figure out the treatment for that. Um, and then tension pneumothorax is another one. You're going to see a slow heart rate, a narrow QRS, unequal breathing, JVD, or possible tracheal deviation. So the treatment for that is uh, needle decompression or a chest tube. Thrombosis pulmonary is going to be rapid heart rate, narrow QRS, shortness of breath, decreased oxygen. They might be having chest pain. Um, the treatment for that is embolectomy, uh, fibrinolytic therapy or anticoagulant therapy. A coronary thrombosis, um, we're gonna have an abnormal EKG. So that could be your typical MI. Um, they might need angioplasty, stent placement or coronary uh, bypass surgery based on how they're presenting. So I know this was a really um, short and kind of sweet presentation, um, but I just wanted to review really quickly just the H's and T's to be a good representation for any students who are starting out in the ED and you just need a quick review, Um, hopefully you can refer this on to your friends and be looking for more um, podcasts in the future regarding emergency medicine and PAs in the ER. If you have any requests, just drop one in the comments. Thanks.